Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Well, hello, hello, my friends and fellow seekers, and welcome to episode 24 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back, and if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. This week's episode is part two of the series we started last week, The Importance of Vision and Purpose, and turns the focus to purpose. The goal of this episode is to understand why it is so important to give yourself a purpose and some helpful ways for you to decide what that purpose should be. Now, as much as I love the vision piece to this series and am forever creating something, for me, my passion is devoted to the purpose part. Here's why. It has been my experience and frankly that of many others when we find ourselves going through some type of life crisis, say a midlife or quarter life crisis, it is directly related to our frustration with a lack of purpose. Oftentimes people don't even realize this is what the issue is, and therefore that feeling of frustration and constant looking for something and comparing what we have to others continues. To make things even worse, there's this great misconception out there that someone like God is supposed to be telling us what our purpose is. I'm sorry to burst your bubble if that's what you've been waiting for, because my friends, we decide what our purpose is. God will definitely give you guidance if you ask, but he will not decide for you. We've been given free will, and that includes deciding our purpose for being here. Look, I didn't always realize this either, which is why I went through a quarter and midlife crisis, even though I didn't realize at the time this is what was happening. I think we have this picture in our minds that a midlife crisis involves buying a new sports car, changing our look, and doing things we've never done before. And while that may be true for some people, for most, I suspect it's much more subtle and therefore overlooked. So what is purpose? Let's start here. The definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. This is what everyone is searching for and why so many people go through life not feeling fulfilled and therefore happy. So the big aha moment for me surrounding this idea that I was supposed to have this divine intervention of sorts when God will reveal to me my purpose came to me while I was watching the movie, The Secret. You've heard me talk about this movie before. It's all about the law of attraction. Anyway, almost at the end of the movie, Neil Donald Walsh, the author of Conversations with God series of books, comes on and talks about purpose. He's the one who gave me this incredible revelation that I decided what my purpose is. OMG, it wasn't really that simple. I can still remember the emotions I felt when I heard that this day. First, I was pissed. I was mad that I had wasted so much time for something and searching for this answer when all along I had it. Then I was relieved, like I cried, because the weight of all these negative paralyzing effects of comparison, self-doubt, and unmet expectations were suddenly lifted. This was my divine intervention. God led me to this movie for a reason, and it wasn't because of the law of attraction, although that was helpful. It was to give me this answer I had been searching for. Now I know what you're thinking, but Tanya, you still don't have your purpose. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. 
For now, I just want to cement this idea and really paradigm shift into your brains. You decide your purpose, period. Your purpose has to get you out of bed every day with energy and excitement. Your purpose is the reason you are creating your vision. Remember I said in part one, creating your vision is also a way for you to extract your purpose, your reason for being here from that vision. You see the two work hand in hand. Your vision is the what and our purpose is the why. The reason it's much easier to create the vision first is because you're not hung up on the why. The why is what keeps us stuck in life. So let's go back to your vision for just a moment. Were you able to create a vision statement for yourself? I hope so. And if not, don't give up. Let me share mine with you to help you put your thoughts together if need be. I shared it on my Instagram page last week, and it is that I want to bring clarity and organization to the personal development world. Now, this statement anchors everything that I want my future to look like, how I picture myself living, interacting with others, and all the possibilities that I know life holds for me if I want them. It also helps me to find my purpose, the why for my vision. Here is my purpose to teach others about the power of personal development through my words, actions, and the content that I create. Now, I decided that purpose. No one decided for me or wrote it down in the sky somewhere. And you know what? It wasn't that hard to figure out. I just had to get my mindset straight first, and then everything else flowed from there. These two statements for me are bold and big enough for me to have lots of room to grow. They also help me to weed out things that aren't in line with my vision and purpose and to not get distracted as easily. This is why when I say to write them out, it is so important because I can constantly refer back to them. So what are some ways to help you decide what your purpose and reason for being here? You didn't think I was just going to leave you with nothing, did you? First, look at your vision. Organize all the things you wrote down and easily pull them together in a clear, concise statement for yourself. This helps tremendously. If you are struggling with this, have a friend or family member that you trust and know won't judge you. Yes, that is important. Look at it and see if they can help you put the pieces together. Sometimes we just need someone who isn't emotionally tied to this and a fresh set of eyes to look at it. Next, what are you good at? I want you to make a list of everything you are good at, and I don't care how stupid or insignificant you think it is. What comes naturally to you? You know, like a second nature. And before you say it, everyone is good at something. Don't give me that crap about, oh, I'm not really good at anything. Bullshit. That means you are just stuck in comparison. And once again, you need to get out of that mode. Get out of there and stay in your own lane. We are all unique in our abilities and the way we see things. Remember, we all have our own movie playing in our heads and nobody's is the same. Maybe you're really good at listening to others or matching people up with opportunities, or baking, or teaching others. Whatever it is and how many things you are good at, yes, we're all good at many things, write it down. This is an opportunity to let it all out and free flow from your heart, mind, and spirit. Next, what do you lose all time doing? You know, when you start a fun project and before you know it, you've spent the last two hours working on it without even realizing it. If you could only do one or two things for the rest of your life, what would they be? These are the things that are effortless for you, that you love doing and can completely immerse yourself in. The reason it's important to write these things down is because when you are struggling in life, or even when the day just gets to you, if your purpose has the above qualities, it's much easier to keep moving forward, to stay on track to fulfilling your vision. 
I think the reason so many people give up either finding their purpose or sticking with it is because it doesn't fall into the two categories we just listed above. You lose all time doing it and you could do it forever. Perfect example, I love art. It has been a passion of mine my whole life. And for the last 15 years, watercolors have been it for me. Now, at one point, I thought it would be great to make a living with my painting. But you know what? I started not liking it so much when I had to do it. It lost some of its joy for me. Yes, I could spend hours doing it, but it wasn't something that I could do forever if I had to. Creating art for me or to give it to someone else was one thing. Creating it on demand was another. So this wasn't my purpose. Now, I want you to write down all of your strengths and weaknesses. You need to be honest here and dig deep. There's a reason for this. Knowing your strengths and weaknesses is the best way to know what you are made of, to know if these attributes will be able to support you in fulfilling your purpose and vision and what you might need to work on. When you've decided on your purpose in life, it will be the driving force behind much of what you do. You need to make sure that you are setting yourself up for success in every way possible. This includes relying on your strengths and building up your weaknesses. What's even better is when you can turn a weakness into a strength. Let me tell you what I mean. A long, long, a long time ago, I had a bit of a phone phobia, meaning I didn't really like making phone calls, especially the non-personal kind. I would just panic about what I was going to say and completely stumble with my words. Then I got a job as a medical receptionist at a doctor's office, and guess what? I had to be on the phone a lot. Imagine that. But having this job got me over my phone phobia and actually turned it into an asset for me. I became really good at customer service, a skill that has been important in every job I've had since, and is one of the reasons I was good in my payroll positions. Everyone has to talk to payroll at some point because I was good on the phone and made people feel comfortable. They were happy to talk to me. So quite often you can turn your weakness into a strength and it all starts with admitting you have them. Now, the last thing I want you to write down is what makes you feel alive. We talked about this in a previous episode, but I want to revisit it. What excites you? You know that tingly all over feeling. What things do the anticipation alone of working on or being a part of make your pulse race? That you will do everything on your chore list, so to speak, just so you can get to spend some time doing. Again, the reason for writing these things down is because this is where your passion lies. These are the things that will get you out of bed and drive you toward completing your goals on the way to fulfilling your vision. Deciding on your purpose and creating your vision is one thing, but if they aren't big enough and really don't excite you enough and hold your passion, you won't have the drive and commitment needed to fulfill them. So use this opportunity to let your horses run free, so to speak, and get everything down on paper. Because when you give this gift of a creative session to yourself, you'll be amazed at what you uncover and how one thing can lead to another. Okay, so once you've made all of your list, the above questions, let's recap for those of you. What are you good at? What do you lose all time doing? And if you could only do one or two things for the rest of your life, what would they be? What are your strengths and weaknesses? And finally, what makes you feel alive? I then want you to Circle the top three picks for each of these lists. Make sure that they are the top three you couldn't live without. And make sure the weaknesses you pick are actually your biggest weaknesses. No cheating. So once you have done this, you should have a total of about 17 to 18 circled items. 
Now, I want you to star the most important one in each of these groups of three. Don't take too much time doing this. You want it to be your first response, the one you choose before all the self-talk in your head starts to get in the way. Now look at your top choices for everything except your strengths and weaknesses. Can you find a common thread of them? Now let's go back to your vision statement. Remember, I said you can often pull your purpose from your vision statement. When you look at the starred items, can you relate them to your vision statement? I bet you can. If you remember, my vision statement was that I want to bring clarity and organization to the personal development world. And my purpose is to teach others about the power of personal development through my words, actions, and the content I create. Well, I discovered and decided on that purpose by making the same list that I just asked you to do. I'm a teacher at heart and it comes naturally to me and something I am good at, but I'm also a creator. I can and do often lose time working on different things that I create. My biggest strength is communication. I'm good at both the listening and responding part. And my biggest weakness is selling. So once I realized that the best way for me to fulfill my vision was my teaching personal development to others, everything else fell into place. I knew that if I could overcome the selling part, then I can turn it into a huge asset for me. Personal development is my passion. And as I've said before, my lifestyle, the one pure focus I believe in, it is absolutely what excites me every day to get out of bed and start my day. It absolutely gets me through my most challenging days, even when I feel like I'm getting nowhere on fulfilling my vision. Having the opportunity to teach personal development to others so they can use it to better their lives does make me tingle all over. So what is your one thing? What is your purpose that you are giving to yourself? By going through these exercises, you are just discovering what you already know inside. By writing them out and putting your purpose into a statement, you are giving your vision the direction and drive it needs. It is the why behind your vision. Here's the thing. You can change either of these at any time. This is your free will and absolute right. We are constantly evolving and forever experiencing new things in life that can affect the way we see the world and ourselves in it. For me, not clearly having a vision and a purpose wasn't helpful. And I had a lot of distractions along the way. And that bothered me. I knew something was missing and I kept on searching for it. Once I realized that I decided these things for myself and not God, everything fell into place. It was like God or the universe was saying, well, it's about time. And you will feel that way too when you take the time to do this for yourself. We always want to be the very best version of ourselves we can be. And the best way to do that is with a strong vision and purpose. Okay, everyone, I think that is a wrap for this episode. As with part one, I hope you will give your energy and time into deciding what your purpose in life is. Trust me, it may very well be the missing piece for you to bring everything else together. I've included a worksheet, if you will, with everything we just spoke about to help you write out all the answers to the questions and your eventual purpose statement on my website. I'll also be announcing when my five-day challenge for helping you decide your purpose will open up. This challenge is designed to get you moving and guide you should you need it. It's a more in-depth version of what we just talked about. And one more big announcement, my first ever interview here on Kick-Ass Every Day will debut with next week's episode. My special guest will be Sonia Weyers, a happiness expert, and I'm super excited for you all to meet her. 
So have a great week and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. (laughs) 